Welcome back to the Spice of Life podcast. Today, the podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. You guys can head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash spice, and uh, audible.com is going to give you guys one free credit for a book. And Spice Life podcast is going to give you 30 days free trial at audible.com. So head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash spice and enter the code. Or you can head on over to our website, tsolpodcast.com, and uh, pick up all your links for the websites. We are also brought to you by Dragon Mist. Dragon Mist is an all-natural topical spray that gives you immediate relief from razor burn cuts, bug bites. Well, have you used it, Luke? I haven't personally, but I have used it on uh, my daughter. She got some scratches from wrestling the other day with our son, and uh, it did work. Um, you know, we sprayed it on. Next day, it was all cleared up, and uh, she, you know, it, it worked good. It smells good. Yeah. I've used it. I use it on razor burn. I use it on acne. It also gives you relief from outbreaks and itchiness from eczema and psoriasis, reduces scarring from injuries, and is saline-free. So if you guys go to www.wickeddragonmist.com and use the promo code MISSSPICE, you'll receive a 30% discount. Or you can visit them in their three retail locations, Bauer Mall, uh, the West Edmonton Mall, and the Kingsway Mall in Edmonton, Alberta. Use the promo code MISSSPICE and save 30% in store. We are also brought to you by Balanced Nutrition, meal prep made easy. Tell us about that. Lenita Wilton in uh, Red Deer with Balanced Nutrition. She does uh, meal prep. She also does family food prep and whatever else your needs kind of meet. But we use her for our fight prep and our food. She provides us uh, meals based off of uh, what our what our calorie intake is supposed to be, outlined by our nutrition nutrition coach, and uh, she cooks for that. So you guys can head on over to her Facebook page, uh, Balanced Nutrition. And uh, you can get her contact info from there and place your order on there and uh, use the promo code SPICE10 and receive 10% off 10 meals or more. So uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty cost effective actually. I mean, it's eight or nine bucks a meal. Uh, it's clean, you know, fish, salmon, uh, chicken, bison, whatever you guys want, steak. You can pick your vegetables, pick your protein, pick your carbs, and she makes it for you. So it's pretty good. We're also brought to you by Wicked Alternative Body Fashion. Wicked Alternative Body Fashion is Canada's largest selection of body jewelry. Now, Luke, you don't have anything pierced or anything like that. No, I do not. But you do like to wear a necklace every once in a while. Yes, I do. So these guys, they got necklaces and stainless steel and sterling silver. They also stock earrings, rings, chains, necklaces. Pretty much whatever you guys got pierced, they got jewelry for it. Cool. So if you guys go to www.wickedbodyjewelry.ca... And use the promo code Wicked Spice. You'll receive a thirty percent discount, or you can visit them in their three retail locations: Bauer Mall in Red Deer, Alberta; the Kingsway Mall in Edmonton, Alberta; and the West Edmonton Mall. Use the promo code Wicked Spice and save thirty percent on your purchase. And we'll get to the podcast now. Welcome to the Spice of Life podcast, featuring Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. Two talented fighters discussing life, fighting, work, family, balance, and everything in between. Tune in weekly for your fill of laughs. Now, here's your hosts, Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. Alright guys, welcome back to the Spice of Life podcast. Today on the show, we have a race car driver. And I know what you guys are thinking, that sucks. But no, this kid is cool. 
He's what are you, 18, 19 years old? Just turned 19. We got Parker Thompson from Thompson Racing. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate you getting me back on the show. Your last episode was so boring. We told you the sound sucked and we deleted it. But oh, that is, that is heartless. Wow. We had Parker on before and and the sound quality was bad. But when you were in here last time, we had these shitty Yeti mics that another podcast uses and in Fuck Alberta. You, and uh, yeah, but now, you know, we got a different setup for you. Oh, it looks great. You guys have really, uh, you're on the come up. Yeah. Yeah. We have to address something real quick, though. Last week, we kind of made Cam a whipping boy on our show. He was pissed. He was mad. <laughs> Cam, it was a joke. We apologize. Guys, he wasn't actually supposed to be on the show. No, we were totally joking. We we, did a, we didn't have a guest, and we said that Cam bailed on us, and, and we were just joking. But he just freaked. He's like, you fuckers, I didn't bail on you. I've never bailed on you. So wild. He loves the show. So. Yeah. So Cam, you know, so we wild. love you. Fans, it was a joke. Don't hate on Cam. He's a good guy. Yeah. That's too bad. I feel bad for Cam now. Ah. Is that what you do to loyal uh, loyal uh, people that come on the show? <laughs> just throw them under the bus any chance you get? Only people we've had on more than three times. Yeah, he's been on the show four times. Okay, so right. three is the limit. So I get one more after this and then I'll... Well, no, because the first one didn't air, Parker. And it doesn't count. You owe us t-shirts. Yeah. Okay. Well, you so, guys... Well, you did get me a t-shirt, so... Yeah, I guess I do. Own I, I believe the last time we talked, you're like, "Yep, I have them. I have them. They're in my car." Yeah, and then mm, not in the car, in the house. And unfortunately, I came here straight from work. So, mm. so well, can you leave right now? Go home and get them then. Well, then we're we're cutting out the show. I don't know if you're that interesting. Like, can we do an hour with you? <laughs> wow! Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Just kidding. All right, you are a race car driver, and you have your own team, Thompson Racing, which is just solely yourself. So the story behind that, uh, essentially, I'm a race car driver. I race for a team called Exclusive Autosport, and they're actually they're based out of uh, they're based out of Montreal, but the owner's from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Thompson Racing is just uh, my logo, my brand, so that's what people kind of identify with. And you're kind of like a Formula One-ish type. There we go. Look at him. Look at how fancy he is. Uh, so. Yes, if you know what IndyCar is, IndyCar is like the North American Formula One, and essentially I race junior IndyCars. So I'm in the uh, USF 2000 category, which is the first step on the Mazda Road to Indy. Uh, so to get to IndyCar, there's USF 2000, there's Pro Mazda, there's Indy Lights, and then there's IndyCar. Uh, essentially how this works is Mazda sponsors all the drivers all the way up. Uh, the winner of each series gets a, a full ride in the next series. Uh, so that's kind of a way for us to uh, move up the ladder and hopefully one day get to IndyCar. And now you had a really good uh, season last year, right? Yes. And then what happened? Oh wow! And no, then but, what but, happened? No, but, but I don't rem- like. I do remember, but I mean, our fans don't know. But you, you were like killing it all year. Okay, right? so you're not talking about this year. You just I thought you meant like what happened this year. <laughs> no, 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 no. This year it just started. Perfect. Started. Okay, yeah, yeah that's no, why no. I was taking it. No, but because you're racing the same. Series this year as you did last year. Yes. So you didn't win. So essentially, I led uh, the championship from the second race of the season all the way till the second last race of the season. And a flat tire uh, in the second last race of the season pretty well took me out of the championship running. Yeah. So a bit a bit disappointing. I mean, I pretty well... You all couldn't I... just get out and run? No. Oh, okay. Jeez. That's an option. Yeah. Well, we're not a sport, obviously. We drive cars. Can't run. I feel like that is a sport, Parker, but... Thank you. I appreciate it. I was just waiting until you said it wasn't a sport. 
Why, so you're going to fight him? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I want to go after a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did kind of go after a fighter last week when you challenged me to do a workout at the gym. Yeah, and that worked out pretty good, didn't it? Yeah, that was fun. I pushed you pretty hard for a race car driver. Yeah. So why don't we get into that? Because the last time I was on the show, the reason why I preempt and, and went on the offensive is because the last time I was on the show, you guys asked the question. You basically brought up the topic, is racing a sport? And why is it a sport? So why don't you bring out your, your side to the story, and then I'll, I'll counter-argue. Well, what do you want me to argue that I don't think racing is a sport? Yes. Well, let's, let's be honest. You're sitting on your ass. This is good. I like where this whole Fucking around is. with a helmet on like a pussy. So the only difference between that and poker is they don't have a helmet on because they consider poker a sport now, too. It's very true. Okay, so like it, badminton is more of a sport. You brought up a good point. Number one, badminton is hard. Number two, poker. I can't believe they're actually considering that to be a it's sport. It's TSN for I know, about. I know, and darts too it's is mental, another one. It's a mental sport. But at the same time, with racing, I think a number of different topics. Number one, just to even push down the brake pedal in a race car, actually takes about a thousand pounds of pressure to push the pedal all the way down to the floor. But you weigh one hundred and twenty-two pounds. Yes, sir. So you can squat more than Tanner. It's pushing down a pedal for five tenths of a second, so it's not really. I mean, I wouldn't say it's squatting a thousand pounds, and it's with your left foot. It's, so not it's actually right different than a regular like brake in a car. Then, yeah, a lot different. Explain it, because I I'm I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. You don't understand it. So essentially, with your car, it's all computerized. So you push down a pedal, it goes down to the floor, but it's actually not your foot that's actually pushing uh, the brake fluid through the line, and it's not your foot pushing the brake pads onto the brake disc and slowing the car down. Where with racing, it's actually, essentially we call it fly-by-wire is in the fact that we push the fluid that goes through the system to hit the brakes. Oh. Uh, so, yes. Okay. Does that make sense? So it's like, um, it's kind of like the old steering versus power steering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So for a couple guys that run a podcast that don't drive race cars, if we ever want to drive a race car, we could go to somebody's garage and drive a simulator and see how this feels if we knew somebody that would invite us to race in one. Yes, and that's okay. uh, that's really hard to find. Those guys are pretty rare. I know a little punk that's like 19 years old that has one in his garage. Yeah, I've heard about that. But apparently, he plays in it while he's drunk. <laughs> oh, easy. No, no, Did you ever no. Take, you ever take Pat up there yet? No, I haven't. I've offered say, it many you, times. I'll punch you if You've offered it to Pat? Yes, I've offered it to he's you too. What in the fuck? He's offered it to us. We just never get around to going. Oh. I'm just, it's just a joke. I have never received an invitation for this. Yeah, you so. have. You said it last time you saw yeah, the show. That sure. show didn't happen. <laughs> I was pretty sure every time I've seen you for the last like three or four times, I'm always like, hey, come out and try the simulator. Where do you I, live? Yeah, Don't say that on here. Yeah, exactly. In an undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. Parts unknown. But I think the simulator would actually give you guys a really good sense to what drivers do. Um, obviously, it doesn't say. But simulate. actually, though, like the, the, the reason I'm saying that, like the brake, like it's kind of feels the same then? Or is no, it a unfortunately, it's oh. a lot different. Okay. Um, but at the same time, it'll give you the sense of, of reaction time that you need to have as a race car driver and to be ahead of the car. I mean, unfortunately, it doesn't simulate the G-force. A lot of people don't know, in a race, uh, IndyCars hit more G-force than most astronauts mm-hmm. do. Um, so there's a lot of G-force acting on your neck, um, which unfortunately the simulator doesn't uh, doesn't do a great job of just because, 
it's standing still in a garage. It's not, uh, it's not out on the track. But it does have uh, four actuators. And so what the actuators do under the seat is they actually simulate the pitch and the yaw of the car. So any bump, nook, and cranny on the racetrack, it'll simulate perfectly. You feel it, right? Eh? You do. That's cool. It's unbelievable. It's honestly, I've uh, I've done training on it before I went down south to race, and, and you can barely even tell the difference on a lot of tracks you go to. So wow. is that something that, like, like an upgrade to a computer, you can just download new new tracks and stuff like that to your to your system or, or yeah so basically there's a system called iRacing and so what iRacing is is they've went and scanned hundreds and, and thousands of tracks and cars uh, that are in racing and what they've done is they've downloaded onto their system and then basically for the user you buy your tracks and your cars as you go <laughs> and then you get to race uh, on whatever program you have and honestly some people on iRacing have as simple as a steering wheel pedals and their computer screen, and then obviously uh, I, I'm uh, gracious enough to be partnered with uh, VRX Simulators, who have uh, lended me a simulator uh, with probably worth about sixty-five to to seventy thousand uh, dollars that uh, I get to train on every year. You need sixty-five grand? Mm-hmm. Bet you we could sell that. Yeah. Hmm. We won't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the motors a little bit, because I was under the impression because. It was it's it's a Toyota or a Mazda thing, right? It's a Mazda. Mazda, but it's not the rotary engine which I thought it was. No, it's not. Which would have been badass. So in the category above me, Pro Mazda, it's the rotary engine that you know. Well, let's go do that. Well, I'm in I'm in USF 2000. How do we get up to that other one? We win USF 2000. Okay, let's do that this year. Perfect. Yeah, no mm-hmm. more flat tires. I, I like that. Do we get like no flat tires? Like we got those for our mm-hmm. wheelbarrows at work and stuff like that. You don't get a flat tire, can't you get those for your car? You should just have that spray shit. You go, go out there, spray it in, you uh, inflate You guys are innovators, again. man. Like, I tell you. Actually, we stopped using those things as they suck. Yeah, uh, going over gravel, there's no give, so then they, they, they wreck. They, they're actually harder to use. Oh, they, really? Yeah, yeah huh. so, we, so we switched back to the old air tires, and now we get flat tires occasionally, and it sucks. Hmm. Then we think we want to switch, but yeah, they don't work as good. I did hear a rumor that the Spice of Life podcast was going on this race car. Oh, yeah, I heard that rumor too. <laughs> Funny stuff. But the the cone, not the race car, the spare cone. The cone, yeah. The spare cone. Not the, the spare cone. I'd put you right on the good cone. Anyway, so basically. <laughs> not the spare cone, the good cone. So oh, backstory on this. <clears throat> we were at the gym the other day, and uh, we we're talking about uh, some sponsorship opportunities with Spice of Life. And uh, basically, they came across it that, um, obviously, with uh, Luke the Duke now... <laughs> <laughs> Not the Sandman, Luke the Duke. You heard it here. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> so much for the video release later. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you heard no it here. You heard it I here. thought it was, you said you were already tagging it. He did already yeah, tag but, it. But, but we we Nobody looks at his social media, though, so uh, it doesn't matter. That's not true. <laughs> wow. Okay, so with Luke the Sandman, obviously, uh, Luke can get aggressive with a few guys in the, the cage. Uh, but uh, you actually, you can get aggressive on the track as well. And uh, it's called using your nose cone. Uh, and Essentially, uh, the very tip of the nose cone can be used to uh, hit another guy's gearbox and then move him out of the way. Like, is that his mouth? No, his gearbox okay. is the back of his car. <laughs> So anyways, uh, basically I was going to put a sticker on there for Luke uh, and uh, obviously Tanner uh, to get the Spice of Life on there. And then if I move anybody out of the way, it'll be their sticker doing the job for me. Boom. You heard it here, folks. That's happening. With the fist. The Spice of Life with the fist instead of the the boxing guys. We're going to need to make a bit cooler of a logo, though. I I I have a fist. Okay, great. Let's measure out your fist and let's make that the logo. I'll just leave an imprint on your forehead. Oh, great. How did you like the workout that we shared the other day? 
I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You enjoying working out with Pat? Very much so. Pat's an awesome guy. So for those of you that don't actually know, I mean, you guys have heard us talk about Pat before, but he's, he's our trainer. Podcast. He's on the podcast. But Parker st- started coming down and getting his getting his sports race car workouts in with, with uh, Pat. It's cool. You know, Pat really, um, Pat loves to win in anything he does. Mm-hmm. He just loves to win, and, and I love to win. So you put two like-minded people together, and it's amazing what you can, can accomplish. Uh, so Pat's taken my diet. He's taken pretty well my whole life and turned it on a 360 and really put it in the right direction. So You guys are the same height too, so it's awesome. I would disagree with that a little bit. I think I'm a little <laughs> taller. but Maybe with that losing hairdo you have going on. It's oh, great hairdo. And can we talk about your hair, Tanner? I have none. Exactly. I have a gigantic man mane on the front of my face. You know face, what's hilarious? So. I heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that guys with more testosterone go bald quicker. This is true. This is true. It is true, yeah. Yeah, so that's about the only bonus for most, most old dudes that you see with uh, that are bald have a very high high rate of testosterone, which is weird, because I actually don't have a high rate of testosterone. I actually don't produce it. That really troubles me. Why? Because it doesn't seem like that. It seems like... Well, I have a doctor prescription. Oh, wow. To, to uh, replace... I have testosterone replacement therapy. You heard it here, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've talked about this about 17 times on the show. Does anyone else find it funny? Or is it just me? Why would that be funny? I don't know. I just... That I'm medically hindered from producing. Oh. You're a piece of shit, Parker. Get the <laughs> no, fuck, but, get the fuck okay. out of my house. The biggest, the biggest manly man that I know, the big bearded guy who talks a lot, does all this stuff, acts real tough, and he's the guy that has to take testosterone. Nobody else finds that ironic. Parker, you got kicked in the balls really bad and got surgery and lost. Did you lose one of your testicles? Almost, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I got kneed in the nuts three times in my last fight. My right testicle got enlarged in my abdomen, and they pinched all of the tubes that are in there. So I had to have two surgeries on my ball sack, Parker, and you're in here trying to kick me while I'm down, you piece of shit. I got two sets of gloves out in the kitchen. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's Where's my fucking shirt? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Have you told the viewers that before? Yes. Wow. Do you not listen to the podcast? Well, I didn't listen to that episode, obviously. Get the obviously. fuck out of my house. Because <laughs> uh, that would have been a juicy episode. I would have liked to have listened to that. It's probably on episode three. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. There you go. So, Parker, when you get older and you got to jam yourself with a needle, you just think of me every time. Jam myself with a needle. <laughs> I don't plan on using or losing any of my boys anytime soon, though. You're going to as you get older because once you hit the age of, I believe, 25, your testosterone depletes significantly. Yeah, that's the average man. You are shaped like a girl. So you're in trouble now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is great. Yeah. So I want to know how you keep that hairdo so good with that helmet on. Like, is it fucked when you take the helmet off? Uh, No. I I carry gel to the track. Nice. Yeah. You know, after a race, you get out. uh, Gel it out. Yeah, gel it out. And then uh, go do your interviews, come back. Can we actually start working with you so you can fight so that when somebody hits you with their nose cone, you can just like straight up fight <laughs> them like on, like on Days of Thunder? To be honest, the other day we were talking about this and you guys wanted to start training me for a fight. Who knows what that fight will look like or anything like that. But I would actually be very interested in doing like a month boot camp and we'll do video blogs on it all and actually get me prepared for a fight. I think it'd be hilarious. When are you here for a month though? Probably never. 
Well, then but let's sure. make it two months, and we'll just make the two months into one month. How's that? We can do that. Two weeks here, two weeks there. Mm-hmm. And then you got to fight somebody. Yeah. Me. No. Actually? You'd actually fight? No. <laughs> I would. Really? Yeah. I'm actually a pretty cagey person. No, I've never what fought kind of fighting would you want to do, though? Whatever like, suits me best. You guys evaluate mm. me and go, huh, he'd be good at this or that. We could fight like a 115-pound female or something like that. Oh, come on. We could train him to fight Cam in a kickboxing fight. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> I know. I, just, <laughs> I don't know who Cam is, but Cam O'Connell, the guy that we were making fun oh, of. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah we're, we're not doing he, that. Yeah, no, we're kidding. not. We're not doing that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Peter Jansen, maybe. Oh, that'd be fun. I think I saw him fight Luke Mack, didn't I? There, Luke. Luke, the he's a Canadian, Leo Canadian MMA fighter. Leo's Leo, too big. Really? I think so. I think he weighs like one sixty. Yeah. What do you weigh right now? 145, 150? 145. Good yeah, job. Yeah, that's too big. Mm-hmm. Luke Mack might be. He's a little bit bigger, but he's retarded. Mm-hmm. That'd be tough, though, because we're... Spit it out. Wait, I'm just trying to think of who, who uh, where they train and what they do. Huh. It'd be fun. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who gives a fuck, Parker? You're going to fight somebody. What we should do, realistically, is your gym takes on... One guy who has never fought before, and you get another gym to find another guy that's never fought before. What we should do is we should train Parker, and he should fight a 145er from that shitty UFC gym. They're not actually going to have fighters, though, are they? I don't know. Mm. We'll figure it out. We'll find somebody. Okay, yeah. We can do it on next Havoc card in Red Deer. When is that? Oh, that'll be December. In the winter time, do you? Nope. December. That'd be better. See, you're, you got a lot more time in the winter. To like I train do. and do stuff, right? But at the same time, I'm pretty busy still there too. He's a but... young guy, Luke. He's probably outside making snowmen. And but the nice thing hustling, is, though, is hustling ladies. Are you yeah, you single a... guy? Yes, I am. Who? Oh. Hmm. Now, okay. do you want to say where you live? <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, I'm not sure if girls under the age of 25 listen to this show. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Wow, demographics are good then. We're we're so big you're in saying Russia 25 right is your age cap. That's what you're saying. No, actually, I mean, really, I. Probably go up to thirty, maybe even thirty-five. Oh, I mean, wow, you guys should hang out more. Yeah. Oh, wow. Why not? Boy. Why not? There you go. You and Luke should hang out more. You guys got the same taste in women. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> to be honest, to the viewers on here, I was just setting that up. I was just, I was trying to, trying to get Tanner to say something. Uh, I knew that. And, and I boom, that. we did it. I was it. like, he's lying. He's so full of crap. But I actually probably 35. Thirty-five. Thirty. Yeah. Wow, dude, that's that's pretty old. Really. For you, you're 19. Well, you got to think, Luke's what, 30? You're 35. Yeah. Your girlfriend's 65. She's 43. My bad. (laughs) But your ex-wife is 65. She's like 165. Yeah. Yeah. She's old. No. So, Luke, what is it with older women? (laughs) I don't know. You're on the podcast, Parker, not me. (laughs) This is. I feel hot right now. (laughs) I bet you do. I see the training. No, I I don't know, man. It's always been there. I just never related to a lot of people. I don't relate to most people my own age. I have to dumb myself down when I come talk to Tanner so much. So, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Wow. No, I do though. Most honestly though, even Red Deer is a clicky place, right? Most of my friends, like growing up, uh, were always older than me. I always hung out with the older crowd. That was why. For, and it was from fighting, right? At 16, right? Who are you hanging out with 16 fighting? You're hanging out with 20-year-olds, yeah. right? So I was always hanging out with older guys. There's always older women there. 
And and that was the thing that that that's where it stemmed from. It wasn't that I was like, ooh, I want to date somebody that's older than me. It was just that's who I'm used to hanging out with. I didn't really care about ages or anything like that. So, so. what got Luke on this older women thing was statutory rape at a young age. Wow, <laughs> you should have reported it, Luke. <laughs> no, he hey, that's why we go get more it, sponsorship for you. We'll let you wear a rape whistle into the into the fight. <laughs> wow. Come in and be like, I'm a victim. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> hey. Wow. Anyway, you can get money. What happened? Yeah. Luke the Duke. <laughs> Where's your cane? Just shove it up his ass. Uh, yeah. Wow. Your Parker's on fire today. Yeah, I was going to. shots at everybody. I was going to ask Parker about fucking drive alive or whatever it is he does, but he can go fuck himself now. He's... <laughs> Well, there you want to talk about, about about age differences. Is he's at the schools though? Oh, yeah. right he's now, hanging you know, out with his. Now friends. you're hanging out with people that are your friends closer, right? Yes. How is that speaking at the school? Do you get any attention when you're there? <laughs> We're not going to talk <laughs> this, about this that. This is a two-way street, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, drive to stay alive is good. Uh, so the, for the viewers at home that don't really know what drive to stay alive is, uh, in grade ten, I just graduated uh, last year. In grade ten, you I only started have a grade ten. <laughs> yeah, oh, I graduated grade 10 no. last year. No, oh, I did not say. You guys are terrible. I said in grade 10. I said I graduated high school last year, but in grade 10, I started yeah, that's what you to say. stay alive. You graduated high school last year, but in grade 10. I started drive to stay alive. There. Graduated so, so three last years year, ago. so three years ago he started drive to stay alive. Whew, okay. Should have just went with three years ago yeah. instead of. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, back to the topics. Three it's years ago I started lot, drive man. to stay alive. What'd you just say? He gets hit in the face a lot. Yeah, I know. No. So three years ago, you started Drive to Stay Alive. And uh, basically, it's an anti-texting and driving campaign. So I've had uh, a lot of close people, honestly, get involved in, in texting and driving and, and distracted accidents. And I knew at uh, a young age, I needed to do something about it. Uh, so I started up Drive to Stay Alive. And uh, three years later, I started just locally here in Red Deer, just going to a few different schools around uh, the central Alberta area. And then three years later, we're doing uh, over 100 high schools across Canada couple in the U.S. Uh, on the dangers of texting and driving. Hmm. So the only time I text and drive is when I'm texting Parker. No, I'm just kidding. I actually stopped though, since meeting him. Like I really reduced the amount I'm on my phone in the vehicle. I can't say that I never do it because that's a lie. I mean, I, I know it is, but I, I really try hard. With hands-free, it helps a lot. Though. Awesome. Well, that's good to hear, Luke. I appreciate it. How about you, Tanner? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I try not to text and drive. Um, it all depends on if it's... A situation that needs to be handled at that at that moment. Yep. But it's usually a one word answer, like no, or two words like "fuck you," or something like that. It's nothing crazy, but they're usually like auto auto like "fuck you" is the first thing that comes up on my phone, so I can just hit it. <laughs> really? Is that actually? Yes. You say it so much that that now is programmed in your phone as the as the first word choice. Yes. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Yes. But no, I try not to text and drive, especially because I have a six-year-old kid that's in the vehicle a lot. There we it's go. Important to set an example. I think it's and, cool, man, what you do that to do that for, especially in the kids. I mean, going to the schools and, um, you know, how's the response from the students when you're at the schools? <laughs> He's got this smile on him. <laughs> I just want to reach across and grab him. Um, the response is really good. Usually, most cases. Uh, when I initially started this campaign, I thought I was going to get hit with tomatoes like every other presenter because. As a, as a high school student not so long ago, I sat through a lot of boring presentations on 
a numerous different topics that just did not connect with the kids at the school. Um, so when I started Drive to Stay Live, I wanted to make sure I brought something different to the table. Uh, so we've got a t-shirt cannon that I use. So anybody who answers questions, I've got a t-shirt cannon that shoots. Uh, Shut up. Can I come do that? Sure. 500 yards is how answers far this thing Answers questions shoots. or asks them? Well, if they answer a question in my presentation uh, that I have, they get you a t-shirt. you shoot a t-shirt at their face? Well, I usually make them go stand far away and then I shoot it. And I Can haven't I not... have that job? Sure. Does it... Would it hurt if we oh, shot Oh, yes. Did you not see Maud Flanders get killed on The Simpsons by a t-shirt cannon? No. Unfortunately, I've only had one incident where I've I've hit someone and it was not nice. Like in the face? Yes. Oh, God. When he wasn't yeah. paying attention. Was there blood? Mm, I'm to... just thinking it would kind of be fun to bring that baby down to the gym and like hit some guys with it. Yeah, in the nuts. It, it would honestly... It, it could kill somebody. It could probably kill somebody. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. If it shoots 500 yards, like if you hit somebody guess, at yeah. 50 yards Like in think the about head. it. Like a world championship drive golf ball is like 300 yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 300 to 400. I mean, if they're doing like the world championships, it's yeah, like over true. 400. But and you're packing that thing Guys in there on the PGA too, like, are 300. It's rolled up, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. As tight as you can pack it. Yeah. That would fucking hurt. And then there's elastic bands around it, I think, too, right? Yes. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. Still want to shoot somebody with it. Yeah, it's like a potato gun with a shirt. Yeah, I'm sure it's will be soft. All right, let's stop talking about stupid shit. <laughs> no, I want to know more the... about the race car. That's what I want to know about. The... I want to know about the race car. You're a race car driver. Tell me about the fucking race car. Well, you Cause... ask and I answer. So with Formula One cars, their tires are very, they're kind of thin. Like they're not, with yours, I feel like there's tread on them. Like there's a no, no tread at all. They're slick tires. Oh, are they slick? Yes, sir. They just they look huge. They're big. Yeah. Because they need uh, lots of surface area. Because the more surface area on the tire, the more grip. But at the same time, they're not treaded, so they're completely slick. Are they the hard? Are they hard like the Formula One ones? Like they're I know they're not hard, but they're kind of hard. Yeah, they're they're what we call super soft yeah. tires. But at the same time, they are. I mean. If you went up to it, it feels like a normal tire. Oh, okay. Feel, yeah. It's not nothing crazy, though. No. Essentially, the only reason why we call it super soft is the carcass of the tire and what the rubber's made of is very, very soft. So it it lasts probably 10 to 15 laps, and then it falls off and, and kind of degrades very heavily. Uh, is, is there, like, in our, our regular vehicle tires, there's that metal mesh that's in there? Is that in those tires? No, sir. So they're it's just pure rubber? Yes, sir. Oh. Why are you calling me sir? Because I think it's funny. <laughs> fucking 10 years old. I swear to God. I knew that. I could tell right away that he's doing that on purpose. <laughs> I was like, when's he going to get mad? I'm just waiting. I was like, waiting. Gonna say. Well, I also had a so, counter in my so head, So you, you said 15 laps. What what happens? At, like, You change your tires every 15 laps? No. Well, essentially, it depends on if you're in testing or if you're in racing. We do what's called sprint racing. So we don't have a pit stop. To change tires or fuel. The only time we'll come in to change tires is if it starts raining halfway through our race. We pretty well have no other choice but to come in and do a pit stop. Apart from that, our races are about uh, anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes long. And we race that entire time. So really, then it's up to the driver to conserve the tire. Um, Because if you push the tire for 10 hard laps, it will fall off drastically at that 10 lap mark. And then you have to survive the rest of the race on no Like it just eats it? Yep. Okay, because they heat up too much. Exactly, they wow. blister and then they pop. How? What's top speed for your your vehicle? Uh, depending on what track we go to, anywhere from about 140 to 150 miles per hour. Dang. So that what's that in kilometers? Just for 200, else? around 240. 250 That's fucking kilometers. fast. Yeah, it's not too bad. No nitrous. Nope, and naturally aspirated. No turbo. No anything. Really? Four inline cylinders. It's okay. just a little four cylinder vehicle. 175 horsepower. 
Holy shit. So you Super guys know, too. Yeah, yeah, you guys know a lot of different weights in the weight room, obviously. Mm. Um, the car, guess how much the car weighs? 400 pounds. That would be extremely light. 1,400 pounds. That's closer. Okay. So the car weighs about uh, 1,000 pounds without a, t- a driver or fuel in the car. I feel like I could flip that. I feel like you could flip it too. It's not that heavy. Huh. So like, when do you guys change the tires? Does somebody just pick it up? Uh, they put jacks under the car. They're, why is your phone making noise right now? I feel I like know. you wouldn't be able to flip it because it's like designed to not flip. <laughs> well... You could still flip it. I yeah. mean, if you had, uh, if you had, I guess the, the tires are way out to the side, eh? Yes. Are yeah. you just looking at a picture now? Yes. Okay. I'm looking at your. Is this still your car? Uh, nope. That's my old car from last year. Hmm. What color is the new one? Red and black. I like that better. Good. So, what happened to the car from last year, though? He's on a new team. I'm on a new team. Oh, is that what it is? Yes, sir. So, who is? Because with all racing, there's a sponsor behind. There's one dude. Yes, sir. <laughs> what is this fuckwad's name that bought your car? Oh, oh boy. Wow. Whoa, easy. Okay, so we're going to bleep out that last yeah, statement. He's not a fuckwad. Parker's pissing me off with this sir stuff. It's like putting an elevator in an outhouse. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't understand that. Calling either. me sir is like putting an elevator in an outhouse. It's useless. Just doesn't it make sense. doesn't make sense. Okay, good stuff. <laughs> So, um, basically, I signed with Exclusive Autosport. Now, what? they are out of Canada. Oh. Yes. Canadian they're the first company. Canadian on the, the first Canadian team in USF 2000 on mm-hmm. the Maserati Indy. So, that's a pretty big deal, honestly. Canada's come a long way in racing. Um, so, his name is Michael Duncalf. What's he do? Is he an oil guy? He's, an, he's the owner of the team. So, that's his sole job. Now, oh. racing is a business. Yeah. You understood that, yes, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. You keep calling me that. Correct. Where's the sir? No, fuck you. <laughs> uh, so he's not an oil millionaire. He's not uh, anything like that. He's just oh. passionate about racing. He was a racer once himself, and he but started up a team. This costs a lot of money. Yes. So where the fuck did he make his money? He didn't make his money. Sponsors. Oh, oh, oh he's a smart dude then. There you go. That's where it all comes down to. Mm, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> that was sexual, but yeah, we're gonna they disclaim both that. At me. Um, so he's he's picked up tons of good sponsors, got the car backed, yep. and he needed a driver. Him and, and he, myself both worked hard this off season in order to uh, to get some sponsors on board and and get a car together. But he was like you've told me this before, so I'm just saying this. Like he was very adamant he wanted a Canadian driver in his car, right? Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's important. Obviously, a Canadian team and a Canadian driver. Uh, it'll be the first time if we can take the championship back home to Canada. When? It'll be the when we take when, the championship back home, championship. I like that. There you go. Uh, it'll be the first time ever in history. So now, what? Because we keep really? talking about it, and you've said yeah. it to me before. When? When do you race in Toronto again? July fourteenth. Yeah, I, I totally want to come on. That would be so fun. July fourteenth would be fun, but we are in Edmonton, July sixteenth, June sixteenth. Oh, June sixteenth. What's in July then? What's going on in July? Summer holidays and going to. Oh, I have my kids. July fourth. Yeah. He's out. No, no. What, what July fourteenth. Hmm. Where is the race at? Is it at the the Thingamabob in Toronto? I can't remember what it's called. No, they have a big racetrack there. Sorry, zoned out there. It's because you're on your phone. Not no, I'm looking up stuff about you two, so don't even. I'm. Don't oh. worry. You'll hear the stuff later um, on in this. I interview. asked where in Toronto was the race because they have they do have a big racetrack there. Downtown Toronto. We race on the streets. So what? 
Like right. Fast and the Furious? Yes. Sick. Right, actually, by uh, the CN Tower and a little bit by, um, yeah. So they shut the whole thing down? St- shuts the streets down, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. But, uh, and then fans are just, like, on the sidewalk and stuff? No, they or? put up big grandstands. I mean, that's it takes, amazing. It takes about a month of, of um, teardown and, and put up to put on the event. So you guys are just in a loop, though, right? Like well, it's, it's not a like, track. It's yeah. not like shitty NASCAR where those guys are stupid and turn left or right or whatever the fuck they're doing. Like he's saying, you turn both ways. Yes, yes. You turn, turn both ways. ways. But there's a. But eventually, set. we get back to the same point of the track that we started. How at. long is it? Uh, generally, about two to four miles long. Oh, so not terribly far. No. You guys do a ton of laps, though, right? Yes. And it's all timed. Yes. It's not a weaving in and out of traffic. Perfect. Look at this guy. Thing. So like. One person goes, and then somebody else would go, and it's like that. We all right? go together. Oh, we all go, go together. at the same time? Yep. Oh. And then if you're slow, you get lapped. That's why you said, how, if they go at different times, how the hell is he going to bump another car? Well, because they're in the way. Maybe he catches up to the guy that went 30 seconds ahead of him or something like that. Oh, you're, you're asking. He's I start rally. at different times. I was, I was asking, like, say, number one goes, and then he's timed. Then, say, you go, and then you're timed, and then at the end of the race... Like, let's say you get ahead of them, so obviously you're faster, but then all your times are tallied up. So I'm going to give you an overview of what a race weekend looks like, okay? Oh, great. So every race weekend we go to, we have two practice sessions. With hookers. Of, uh, <laughs> of about 30 minutes long each. So we get two practice sessions to learn the track, set up the cars. That's a huge component of racing is making sure the cars are set up. Then we go into what's called qualifying. Qualifying is timed. So the fastest time you can go around the track is basically going to set the grid for the race. Okay. So it's all about time. It's not about who's ahead of who. It's just about who's fastest around the track. That sets the grid for the race. So then when you go into the race, if I had the fastest time in qualifying, I start first. Oh. And then whoever finishes that race from green flag to checkered flag in first wins the race. Okay, so it's not, it's not time then? No. Okay. That was my question. Is it time? It's like time lapse? No. Okay. But there's still one single point given out to the guy who gets the fastest lap. So that's a bit important too. Is it's one point, which is actually during the race. During the race. Hmm. Oh. And, and how many how many points do you get? Thing. How many points do you get for first place? Uh, Thirty. Ooh, so how many races an extra a year? Point is a big deal, though. It right? is a big deal, and you get an extra point for qualifying on pole, and you get an extra point for most laps left. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I guess I didn't explain what qualifying <laughs> on pole means. <laughs> Pole is first place. It's I'm like just... a little kid, eh? You get you get an extra point for being first place on a pole. On a pole, but no, but but seriously, <laughs> no, but an extra point. I don't for get qualifying it. first. So was oh, that was oh, during that the time trial? Yes. Oh, okay. Mm. So can okay. you not qualify in a time then? If you don't want, and to. you get booted from the race, you wouldn't get booted. You'd start dead last. Oh, okay. So there's no everybody that goes there is racing that day, so nobody can like it's not like golf. Where guys don't make the cut. Exactly. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. It's interesting. And how many how many uh, cars, teams are in your series? Because they go to each race. I get that, right? So there's about 30 drivers, and then you divide that by two for the teams. There's about 12 to 15 teams. So you're only racing against 12 to 15 other drivers? Or- no. There's 12 to 15 other teams. You have teammates, right? Oh, so you do. So there is another car that this. So this company owns two cars. Owns three actually. I've oh. got two teammates. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you guys help each other out there too? We do. That's really? a big component. Obviously, hmm. anyone in the same colors as you is the guy that you need to beat the most. Because I know that happens in NASCAR. Like, there's teammates, and then if it. Listen, fucking NASCAR is like one of the biggest things on the planet with fucking rednecks and inbreds. So it's all over TV. 
So they, I like drift or drafting or drifting. Is that what it's called? Drafting. Yeah. I watch way too many race car movies. What was your point of this? That you guys help each other. But if it comes down to the end, you guys would go at it, right? Yes. Okay. Good. I'm going to leave it at that. Tanner did a great job. Yeah. And you, 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 yeah, you said that too. You want to make like the, if, if any, if you need to beat anybody, you need to make sure you're first on your team because you want to keep that, that, that boss man, like, okay, well, exactly. Parker, Parker is better racer than these other guys. And so, like, cause yeah, you oh, mentioned that too, doing question. the, doing yes. the trials. Like, so he says doing the, doing the time trials cause they set the cars up slightly differently so they can get more data out of, out of their, yeah. their, look their at trials. Luke. Luke is on. Oh, That's a good question. Luke. Like, say you guys were one, two and three. Is there like one, like, is there a captain? No. There's well, no captain. Not, I'm, so I'm there's lead serious. drivers, right? Yeah. But it's it's not like I wear the letter L on my, my suit to determine I'm a lead driver. No. It's more or less just inside your click, you know kind of who the lead drivers are and who they aren't. So, like, let's say you weren't the lead driver. Would you go back into second or would you just win the race? Fuck it. Well, essentially, here's how it works. Um, you help each other for as long as you can. So in practice... I'm helping my teammates. They're helping me. We're trying to figure out how to go fast. In qualifying, we're all trying to qualify first place, and we're all helping each other try to accomplish that. But in the race, it's free-for-all, man. If oh, okay. your teammate's ahead of you, there ain't no holding back. You need to get around them for, for maximum points. So you'll nose-cone them? I probably won't nose-cone them because I really don't want to come back to my team owner and say, hey, I, I binned off my teammate into a wall. Yeah, exactly, because now you're the you're responsible for the exactly. car. But you would 100% nose-cone somebody else. Oh, yes. At some point, can yes. the three of us go to a go-kart track and just... Well, unfortunately, with the weight disadvantage, I think I will hands down probably win. I'm going to fucking put you in the wall. But that's if you can catch <laughs> me. Oh. Yeah. See, I'm one of those guys that I'll park the go-kart on the side of the yeah, thing and say, I'll just get wait. out. Yeah, just wait. You just wait I'll let you pass him, and then I'll as throw, you're coming up behind him, you I'll just... I'll throw a fucking bang. tire at you. But I think that's a great idea. We should That'd be fun. We should go to Calgary or Edmonton. They don't have one in uh, Red Deer, unfortunately, anymore. But Yeah, they took that one down. Is off. that one up by the highway gone? Yeah, that's where I uh, got my... Uh, that's where my dad took me. That was your start? Six and seven years old. Really? To kind of get a start into karting. So you started racing at 14 years old, right? Started racing cars at 14 years yeah. old. I started racing uh, carts when I was eight. So explain the carts. I, find, I think the carts are neat because I see some grown-ass men that are racing these fucking things on TV. <laughs> so interesting enough, there's paid cart racers. It is a sport. It's a professional sport. You don't make money to do your thing. I would well. Essentially, I I shouldn't be making money. Mm-hmm. No, being underage or being a, an amateur in my my division. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, at the pinnacle, I mean, you can realistically you can make any money anywhere you go. I mean, if you're good at something, you're going to end up making money. So right? you're classified as an amateur. Yes. Oh, why? Just because you're underage? No. Well, I'm 19, so I guess I'm not underage. But at the same time, IndyCar is the pinnacle, and I'm three steps below IndyCar. Oh, okay. So that's why they classify you as an amateur. And now, how much does an IndyCar guy make? Just in a ballpark. Really depends. I mean, if you're good, there's guys that have made, you know, plus ten million a year. Let's say you're on the pole a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, you know what, if you're if you sign with a good team and you're uh, you're a championship driver, I would say you're making upwards of three to four million a year. Really, it's like let's say you're mid. Can you make some money doing that? Yeah, you're oh. still probably at a million. Oh plus. really? Oh yeah. Like if you're finishing, how many cars are in a race? Uh, about 24 to 28. So let's say you're finishing in between 8 and 12 all the time. You're pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So you're making money doing that then? 
Oh yeah. Okay. Definitely. And what? And being where you are, why don't you guys get paid? Just because it is classified as amateur. Exactly. So is there a professional level of where you are? No, the professional level of where I am is IndyCar. Okay. Yeah. But it's a different setup too, right? Way different setup. Way well, and I say that it's not. When you say different setup, we race. We're the warm-up show right before the Indy cars. Yeah. So we race at every single one of their events. There's 18 across North America, uh, one in Canada. So we actually go out right before the Indy cars do. So mm-hmm. we're kind of the warm-up for the fans. You guys the are warming up the track. Exactly. Now, now, when you said Toronto's in the street, like all the other cities, are they all in the streets? Like no. Towns? So we no, race okay. on in IndyCar. We race street courses. So Tampa Bay, Florida, and Toronto. They shut down the streets of those cities for us to race on the streets. I just feel like watching it on the street would be way more exciting than watching it on a racetrack. Be I amazing. Don't know why. Well, and there's lots more crashes too because you've got concrete walls instead of brass. So there's it's definitely pretty exciting. People get fucked up because there's no roofs on those things. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, like even the fans and stuff. Like, I can just see like I just see all these like, bad things happening. That's the thing, and it's happened. One of those light little cars just catching air. Mm-hmm. I mean, three years ago, a pregnant woman got hit with a piece of front wing and got knocked out at St. Petersburg. Right in wow. the face. Yeah. Well, I oh, assume. Man. Upper body. Sure, baby. All right. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy. Should have came on here with facts, Parker. <laughs> oh man, here we go. So. Um, Toronto, how long of an how long of an event is it though? Like I know you race obviously one day, but you say you got warm up, like a couple things. Well, like, we race like, two people, days, right? Do people come watch all this stuff? Like, yes. Is there fans there, like watching you guys warm up? They just sit there all yep. day and watch it. And and do you know like when you're so say if I came down there and I was with my kids and I decided to go to Toronto for the weekend because it'd still be fun. You'd know like Friday you're gonna be racing around this time and yes. then Saturdays this time and then the I do caution you though even if you're trying to schedule out your day downtown Toronto to travel two or three blocks yeah, takes guess. five hours especially with the race going yeah. on and they shutting down the streets uh, so even walking would be ridiculous yeah I like I lived in the north end of Toronto and I worked downtown and it wasn't even at rush hour it took me an hour and 45 minutes to get to work so mm-hmm. and it was at like I was working at the bar, so it was nighttime. Actually, I think about that too. I think, man, that would be kind of probably, probably pretty tough to be down there with kids. Actually, oh yeah, you want them on a leash. It's a pretty crazy. I think last year they had uh, over two hundred thousand people through the gate, or even more than that. Hmm. That's wild. I might not be watching you race in Toronto this year. <laughs> Are you on TV at all? Yes. Okay. What channel? Uh, NBC and uh, TSN. Do you know the events that are... Are they televised live? They're not televised live. Oh. They're taped, audio recorded, and then... Do you know when they're coming out, though? Yes. Because oh, I'm not a big race car guy, but I will watch your ass race. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So, have you raced in the last little while? You want to see him on the pole, too. Yeah, you got to yeah. be on the pole. Okay. Well, I was on the pole at the first race. So. Woo! Yeah. Um, so, essentially, they come out in quarter segments. Okay. So, they split up our season into four quarters, and mm-hmm. then they just bring out shows as we go. So, the, after this next race, is, which is a week... Uh, in a week, I'll be racing in Indianapolis. They'll have the first quarter. Okay. And then when will that come out? Uh, that'll probably come out right away. I'll, I'll get you the dates on it. I'm not even sure exactly the date that it's coming out. So there out. will be more than one race that we could watch? Well, when it's chopped up into quarters, they take the highlights of the first three races. Oh, they only do highlights? Well, because people want to watch the highlights. I don't. I want to watch the whole fucking thing. Well, then go on YouTube. It's all on... Is it? Yep. Is whole, it is like yours... The whole race is on YouTube. Like right now? Yes. The one you just did? Yes. Did you win? No. What did you come in? Third. That's good enough for me. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Well, I was last then. If you ain't first, you're last. That's yeah. true. What happened? 
we just unfortunately in Alabama we didn't quite have a oh. have a solid race car. Um, we qualified third and we finished third, and honestly, I think that's about what we had in the car. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's some tweaking to be done yep. and some cheating that's going to happen and no, some extra gotta... weight that's going to be added to the car mm-hmm. and some steroids that are going to be taken. <laughs> they're pretty. Uh, they're pretty strict in racing, honestly. Do they piss test you? Yes. And oh, it's really? NCAA. Yeah. Really? You can take cold medicine and get busted for Adderall. Why? Oh, because you can pay more attention. Yep. But do they piss test you for, like, steroids? Steroids. How the fuck is that going to help you? It's going back to it, because Tanner doesn't believe that racing is a sport, it's actually extremely physical. And I wouldn't just tell you this. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't play it up. I'm an honest guy. Um, I've done hockey all my life. I've done a lot of different other sports. Um, I even trained at a fighter gym for a while and, and trained with Luke Lotz. And racing, I would rank it what among What fighter the top. gym did you train at? We're not going to get into that. Yeah. The- oh, you're calling that? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say just trained with Luke. I like training with Luke better. That sounds better. That's better. That's better. Okay. So anyway. Yeah, I'd have to say, I mean, like, you look at the G-force we go through, what we put our bodies through. I mean, so you fight. You fight in shorts and without a shirt, and it's mm-hmm. nice and cool. Mm-hmm. We get into a race car. So mm-hmm. when we race at a place like Phoenix or we race at somewhere that's really hot, mm-hmm. uh, we've raced in 110, 120 degree Fahrenheit. And how long are you in that suit for? We're in the suit. When you get suited up, you're in the car for over an hour. Okay. So when we fight, we have to cut weight. And we're in a sauna for at least three hours before the fight. Okay. So we race four days a week. Because we have practice the first day, we have qualifying the second day, and a couple races the next day. Four days a week? Yes, that's on a, the race week. That's ridiculous. <laughs> how much uh, How much weight, because I know that's where you're going with this, how much weight will you lose racing a car? Have you, you ever weighed yourself before? Yes, yeah. a lot. You lose yeah. 5 to 10 pounds, depending. So you'd be 135 maybe? Yes. <laughs> should just go race a race car. For, for cutting weight? That'd be yeah. way more fun. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's we amazing. Do that? You look at it. We wear two layers of fireproof underwear, and then we wear a suit. Yeah, and that's How what we have. How thick are wear. these undies? They're thick. Trust me. Like I've wore the Helly Hansen out skiing, and and I've worn thick winter clothes. These fireproof underwear are thick, and they do not breathe. Fireproof does not breathe. Probably at all. probably feels like a burlap sack. I'm not sure what that feels like, but it sounds pretty accurate. And then Did you wear you? a helmet. You wear a Hans device for your neck. You yeah. wear gloves. You wear boots. Uh, yeah, a, you're not very agile once you're all suited up, no. right? Like, you're not moving very And then you good. get strapped in as hard as you can, and right behind you, literally right behind your seat, is an engine that's burning at uh, 150 degrees. This doesn't sound fun anymore. Yeah, it does. I still want to I, I still, still kind of want to do it. It's um, wild. I've, uh, I've gotten out of my car, and you're in just a puddle of sweat when you yeah. get out. And I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, oh, did you take a, take a piss in the side of your car? Because it's just filled up with sweat in the Have tub you peed of the car. car this is another question that's going to come up. A lot of people ask this. Uh, do race car drivers go to the bathroom in their suit? So, fun fact, if we get into a really bad accident and our kidney is full of piss and it punctures our kidney, it could kill you. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of drivers do actually relieve themselves on the track. When you're in the car for an hour or two hours, they just relieve themselves. Myself... I tend to really schedule out my day when it comes to bathroom breaks, and I have not yet really had to take a, a tinkle in the car. I feel like it would give you a rash. Like, let's say you you pissed your pants right off the start because you're an idiot and forgot to go take go to the bathroom, but you're in the car that hot for that long, it give you a rash. I agree, and that's why I just tend to uh, I tend to not do it. 
Huh. And while you're racing, do you have a guy in your ear? Yes, we do. We have the whole team in our ear. What are they talking to you about? Lots of numerous topics. Really? Sometimes it's funny, not when we're on track, just when we're we're in the pits having fun. Um, But it's pretty serious. I mean, I tend to, I like not talking as much as I can. So I've told all my engineers and all my people, just please be quiet. If I need to know something, tell me. But if I don't need to know it, I don't like just randomly saying that you're five seconds off the guy in front of you. or You know, I don't like rambling. Some drivers do. Um, but they're really telling you splits between the cars ahead of you and the car behind you. So if the car's catching you, I mean, we have mirrors, but at the same time, it's nice to know if he's catching you two tenths a lap or yeah. three tenths a lap. Because then you can judge out how many more laps you have and, and so you'll know. I would like to know how how far the guy ahead of me was. I wouldn't. I can just no, watch No, you don't him. like that? No. Mm. Do you like to hear how close the guy yes, is? Yes. Oh, you like that? I don't like to look at my mirrors much. I mm-hmm. like to just focus forward. Um, but what I like about it is, let's say he's catching me two tenths a lap. And there's 10 laps left. And I only have a two-second gap. Well, he's caught me by the yeah. end of that 10 laps. So I like to know the mathematic behind it. If my team says, you know, he's a tenth faster than you, but keep this pace and he's not going to catch you by the end of the race, perfect. That's all I need to know. But if I need to know that I need another two-tenths a lap in order to maintain my position, yeah, I'd like to know that as well. Huh. Hmm. Racing is tough. We're going to come out there and do it, though. Is there, like, a car we can get into? You guys are pretty big, honestly. Well, what are you saying? Like, race car drivers are made for tiny little guys. With, well, I shouldn't so say tiny. I say you can't be a jockey either. Like you're not built but for there's, there's drivers yeah, that are over six. We could get in there and ride it. You could ride the horse. Yeah, but I don't know if you fit in the car. <laughs> like, actually, that's what you're saying, yes. right? It's like, it's like, we wouldn't fit in the car. No. Right? Oh, okay. It's like going to West Ed, man. You try to get on the roller coaster. You think you're good, and you get in there. And you're like, this sucks, man. I can't fit in this roller coaster. <laughs> I know for a fact Tanner would probably not fit. What are you saying? I'm too fat? Yes. That's rude. Sweet. But there's a chance I could. There is a chance. Yes. Why? A Why would more. he fit? He's a slimmer of a build. Ha <laughs> ha. You're fat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I look at your shoulders. It's like the hunchback. <laughs> Milk Dad Bod wins again. <laughs> <laughs> Lanky Luke. Hey, that's a good nickname. Nah, yeah, yeah, Lanky yeah, Luke the Duke. On. Lanky Luke. Lanky Luke. Oh, God. <laughs> Parker, we might have to just kick you off the show. But now this this um, this um car, like, so right now, you said you're going where next? Uh, headed down to Indianapolis. So you were in Alabama like a week and a bit ago. Yep. So then from there... The team loads up your car, and then they drive to Indianapolis, I assume. They go back to the shop. So the shop is located in Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, So they're back there preparing the cars for the next race, and then they drive. uh, They'll drive next week, the start of next week, Monday. So their shop is in Florida. Yes. And is that the location, like, are most companies in Florida? A lot of teams are. Because it's really good for for geographic to get to everywhere? Off-season testing. Honestly, geographic to get everywhere is terrible in Florida because you're – south and your super east coast but um just there's a lot of off-season testing in florida because it's nice weather uh, so we tend to do a lot there so a lot of teams are based there for the off-season so is this your career then is this what you're you want to do no i i honestly hate race car driving i don't think i'd ever uh, want to make a career out of it well that's not funny <laughs> Actually, yes. No. I'm oh, like, no. What? I'm saying, like, of course. That's new? Really? I'm no. Like, really? Oh my god. Well, no, you got so many other just things the he, on the go, right? Just the way he asked it, I would have thought he'd known by now that this is. We got you got a media company. Yeah. You've got don't text and drive. Don't be idiots. Yeah. And then you've got racing. And guess what? That's all for all the other stuff. Racing. Yes. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Everything is to better myself on the track. And okay, better I didn't know that. That was yeah. a serious question. Piece so yeah, of so shit. like dead serious. You want to you want to make Indy yes. and you want to be dead set on next Jock Villeneuve. Same name I was gonna say, but I couldn't remember his first name. I was like Villeneuve. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be who's your idol? Than who's Ryan, your bro. who's your racing idol? Sylvester Stallone, obviously. Yeah, hell, that's. I don't know. To be honest, guys, yeah, um, if he fit in a race car, how the freaking can I not? Because it's a car? movie. Because Sylvester oh. Stallone's five foot three. Okay, I. uh I don't tend to have a lot of idols. No? Um, no, honestly. I think um, if I'd have to pick one, I'd have to say uh, James Hinchcliffe in IndyCar does a great job on and off the track. He's Canadian. I like that about him. But just his personality and how he uh, he raises sponsorship, how he goes about himself, how he carries himself, I'd have to say he's pretty admirable. Uh, but at the same time, realistically, I'm kind of just focused on on me and, and becoming the best I can be and instead of looking up to other people and what wishing. What about Jacques? Uh, I mean, he's a great race car driver. He's French. I get it. Well, not just that. <laughs> Do you guys know who Paul Tracy is? Yes. Okay. Paul Tracy is honestly, if I could be anyone in racing, I'd love to be Paul Tracy, which is kind of like Tanner is to fighting. He's just this outspoken guy that just says whatever he wants, does whatever he wants, gets in, drives a car, and, and, and is get hired back every weekend. But yeah. There's like that's he's one in a million. A lot of drivers can't do that. If they tried to to pull off a Paul Tracy, they get fired on the spot and really? they'd never get allowed back. Yeah, because it's quite a professional sport, really. You know, you can't be Conor McGregor uh, in the racing scene. Yeah, that's true. Well, you had to get out of here at two fifteen, and it is two twenty six now. I know. So we'll get you out of here. Thanks for coming on the show, Parker. Oh, thank you very and, much for uh, having me, guys. I'm sure we'll have you back on again. Where Definitely. do the fans find you, Parker? Uh, they can find me on my uh, social media. So Twitter, Parker T Racing. Instagram, Parker T Racing. And then uh, Facebook, Parker Thompson Racing. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you, Peace boys. Thanks for coming on. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast again today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, today's podcast was brought to you by Audible.com. So if you guys head on over to Audible Trial dot com forward slash spice you get uh, yourself a free ebook credit as well as a 30-day free trial of audible.com download anything they they got all sorts of books fiction fact everything 180,000 different selections of book titles they're releasing new titles every month so check them out and have a book from us shoot us a call and let us know what book you downloaded we're also brought to you by dragon mist so if you guys go to www.wickeddragonmist.com and enter the promo code Miss Spice. You'll have a 30% discount, or you can visit them in their three retail locations, Bower Mall in Red Deer, Alberta, the West Edmonton Mall, and the Kingsway Mall in Edmonton, Alberta. And we're brought to you by Wicked Alternative Body Fashion. If you guys go to www.wickedbodyjewelry.ca, use the promo code Wicked Spice, you'll save 30% on your purchase there. Or you can visit them in their three retail locations in the Bower Mall, the West Edmonton Mall, and the Kingsway Mall in Edmonton, Alberta. We're also brought to you by Balanced Nutrition, food prep made easy. So head on over to Balanced Nutrition on Facebook and uh, enter the promo code SPICE10. Receive 10% off uh, 10 meals or more and uh, check them out. Have some easy made cooking. That's Balanced Nutrition, meal prep made easy.